Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good evening and welcome to a players-only edition of the Boston Celtics Reddit podcast. We are without a fearless leader. Our, our, uh, how, how do we put him? I said fearless. He's leader. the Ernie to our chuck. The Ernie to the chuck. Yeah, we, we are without we're without a key pillar of the of the podcast tonight. Ben Vallis, aka Brutal Gash, is currently at dinner with his mother-in-law, or so he tells us. I have a yeah. feeling he probably just doesn't want to face the grim reality that is currently the Boston Celtics situation at the moment. Someone who isn't afraid to man up, face the facts. <laughs> it's Joe, aka No Smoke Scroats McFly, straight from New Zealand, with his ice cream in hand. How you doing, man? Bro, um, it was a sucky day to be a Celtics fan, man. Yep. It was a really sucky day to be yes, a Celtics fan. And I feel like we're all kind of... I feel like we're kind of like bracing for... Like we know the real crap is about to come, mm. you know. Like, like the real fallout from this is feels like it's about to come. Yeah. So or, you or, know what? I'm just gonna eat my ice cream and pretend like everything could be okay. Mm. <laughs> not a bad, not a bad approach to take. I mean, we, we had this like theme of coping mechanisms earlier in the year, and I think um I think that's probably <laughs> reached its its climax at the moment. I'm uh, I'm on a um you'll be glad to know this, Ben. Uh, the the American listeners might not, but I'm on a, I've got a Malaba, uh, Sav Blanc straight from your. Your local, maybe not your local, but your uh, your geographic global vicinity you might say. Did you say say that again. It's, it's from Marlborough. Marlborough. Oh, Marlborough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marlborough. No, no. <laughs> lots of lots of fires down there. It's an absolute. It's it's the place is on fire. It's like Australia down there, right? Eh? Oh no shit. Oh, that's a yeah, shame. Man. All right. Well, speaking of fires, well, keep of, drinking of, their wine, man. They need you to do that. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Mm. Anyway, so speaking of horrendous fires that we all uh, don't want to engulf our lives, the Celtics. Six up for that one. Currently in the midst of a three-game losing streak, uh, which was, I want to say capped off, but I, want, I can't say that because we've got to play Portland tomorrow, and who knows? The the pain may continue <laughs> long, long into the future. Uh, yeah, we got done by the Raptors today, 118 to 105. I don't even know what the final score was. I'm, I'm reading this off a monitor right now because I don't know about you, but I basically How gave far up through did you time. get? You gave up at halftime? Yeah, basically, yeah. Well, I was, yeah. At, I was at work, so I could only watch um, it in bits. But um, I did manage to catch a hefty chunk of second quarter highlights on the bus home. And I feel like I got the whole story. So for someone who may have watched more than I did, is that accurate description? Was it a was it as bad as it seemed based on the second quarter performance? Bro, it was just the same old stuff that seems to happen every crap game, except it happened against a good team. It was just like, 
it was it was almost routine, bro. Mm. You know, like it was routine. It's like, oh, here we go. Pretty good first quarter. Second quarter, in comes you know who to run the second unit. Mm-hmm. Yep. We 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 start we fall behind by five. We start to feel that little lump rising in our throats. Could this be? Could it be happening again? You bloody bitcha! It's happening again. Yeah. The and, lead um, stretches out to twelve. We might pull it back to ten. Yeah. The lead stretches out to fifteen. We're like, oh, it's actually happening again. It's just like clockwork, man. When it's crap, it's just it's. There's only one type of game we play, you know. Yeah. It's just, yeah. You just feel and the it, wheels coming off. Do you do you find it as, as as inexplicable as I do that they take this exact same team last year? Maybe not so much in Toronto because much has been made about our record in Toronto and it's pretty poor. But I mean, they're vice petty. versa, they're not great over here. We're not great there. It is what it is. But yeah. take this team last year. How many times did we find ourselves in 20-point holes last year? Around about the half-time. Like, frequently. And yeah. would we be worried? We no. Would. We would... We learned like, last year to keep watching, right? Exactly, yeah. But it, it, obviously, it's not the kind of habit you want a team to fall into because we could all see that that like, model isn't sustainable. Sooner or later, a team's going to realize, oh, wait, don't take your foot off the pedal because this team's got the fight in them to come back. Well, that just doesn't seem to exist anymore. Like, I, I can't really remember any great comebacks this season that weren't no. in like, the first like month. I think the OKC win... And the Suns win? Yeah, yeah, the Suns, OKC. I think, I can't even remember like any time we've really had a good, like a, a good, if like, Real a better Real celtic type win, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it feels like that team's so far away. But like, you know, obviously we've, we've waxed lyrical about like how the team on paper should be so much better than it was last year. But like, it, I've never seen such a mental, like, downgrade, I guess, from a group of players that are more or less exactly the same. You know, we don't have Shane Larkin, we don't have Abdul Nader, and if you want to be real generous, we don't have bloody, you know, Greg Monroe. <laughs> and for Most... some reason, like, all of the all of the mental stability, all of that fight, all of that hustle that seemed to get us out of holes so many times just seems non-existent anymore. Like, can you pinpoint, like, what exactly is going on here? Why, why are we like this all of a sudden? Oh, man. It, there's a sort of a chicken-egg type thing that happens, would you think? Like... You know, it's like one of those things that's sort of like um, you sense the bad thing is about to happen, right? Like you, at the start of the second quarter, you know, we fall behind by five, you know? Yeah. And it, and it's like, oh, I feel like as fans, we're sitting there going, we've seen this movie before. So you know damn well the players are thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. Right? So I sort of feel like our reflex as a team, like our fight or flight kind of <laughs> reflex is every player, you know, like we tend to fall into try and win it for ourselves, right? Like we try to get it all back at once. Like I love Smart, but Smart's been trying to do, like throw some, he's had some horrendous turnovers in these yeah. stretches, you know. I do honestly pin it on, like I, I like I, I pin a lot of it on Rosier. I think he really sets the tone for that second unit and he's, Rosier's always pressing for his shot, man. And he, that MF can't shoot, man. He's just as bad as smart. Like, let's real talk, man. He's just as bad as smart, no. eh? And he's he's never been a good shooter either. Like, he, he he happened to have like I think the best stretch of his career at the best possible time last year. He sure he, did. Playoffs. Everyone watching. Absence of Kyrie. Center stage. He had a he had he had his own meme 
that that everyone was running with. There was shirts. It was pandemonium. Mm. He had his moment in the sun there. He sure but if had. you think about what his career was like prior to that moment, it really There's doesn't a lot look too like much what different than what it is now. And I've been a staunch defender of Terry Rozier. I really don't like it when a guy starts playing like shit and people start getting on his case because I think it's like you know it's a bit reactionary. But if you, sure. if I think about, I even take a step back and think about it myself. Like I've never really been impressed with him outside of that that playoff run. So, look, we don't want to make it all about Terry Rozier. There's obviously a lot of other culpable parties, particularly of this game, um, for the most part. Um, I'm looking through the box score here. Nothing really jumps out at me except for <laughs> except the- for um, <laughs> Kay Irving with a fucking amazing 3 of 10, minus 10 for 7 points. Like, that was... Remember the first three games of the season when he was just terrible mm. and we thought it was, like, the knee injury or something, but then he shaved his, his afro when he kind of came back. I feel like... Like since All-Star breaks come back, he's kind of been back in that hole again. Now, obviously, everything that's going on with Kyrie's going to leave or Kyrie this, Anthony Davis that, that whole shitstorm that we've dissected a thousand times all over. Do you think it's... You think it's it, it's it's that aspect and just a combination of Kyrie's just weird mind that's that's playing on his bad performances here, or is it possible that there's another injury here that's bugging him and it's it's throwing him about? I don't know, man. What, what do you reckon? Like, we could role play this out. Role all play, right? Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll be Danny Ainge sitting in the locker room. All right. <laughs> Which I don't understand why it's so bad, but apparently it is. I mean, like, anyway. Um, Kyrie, 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 come here, come, come here, Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie, have 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 you ever heard of the Book of Mormon? What's that, man? What's what? I've, I've, that's not my threshold, dude. <laughs> well, whoa, check. That's pretty good. No, no, for real, for real. So, so I'm not for real. I'm Danny Ainge. All right, I'm sitting next to Kyrie in the locker room. What I'm asking, Kyrie, like, I, f- like, where are you at, man? Where are yeah. you at? Where, where am you- I? At? Where am I, at, man? Man, I just, I'm just trying to be mindful. I'm just trying, to- guys. I gotta be the leader. I got, I gotta, I gotta take, I gotta take, take the responsibility. But everyone else gotta take responsibility too. We're just trying to be better people. We're just trying to, we're just trying to get, get to where we need to be in our wheelhouses. Got to push forward, man, and I and I, and I, I don't know. This is Kyrie role plays. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's a fantastic impression. <laughs> oh man, like, dude, Kyrie's from Australia. Okay, so we, we we can just we can just mimic each other. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, dude, I, he I, is I, right at your threshold. Wow. <laughs> if this, I can, I can, I can, I can. Can you very much work? Very much, yeah, yeah, man. Work, work is work is a joke, bro. Um, <laughs> I've um, yeah, like, dude. Honestly, if I was fence sitting one hundred and one here, but it's probably a combination of both. Like, I think there's ob- there has been an obvious mentality shift, at least with the supporter base, and I can definitely assume with the player group as well, since the whole Anthony Davis trade thing kind of became real. You know, whether or not it was manufactured by the media, or whether actually there are leaks leaks coming from Kyrie's camp or the camp or the Celtics team itself. You know, someone somewhere has good reason to believe that Kyrie Irving doesn't want to be here anymore. Whether or not that's true, that absolutely seems to have infected the team so far. Now, whether or not it's all just from Kyrie's what's he going to do in the free agency uh, or who, am I going to be here when we, we make the trade for Anthony Davis in the summer or anything like that, I, I don't know. But you just feel like a combination of those plus Kyrie's sort of behavior and demeanor recently has contributed to this, this, this particular swell of bad form. And... There's always been questions about how the team performs when Kyrie is there because, I, I, again, we don't want to tread over the old ground of is this team better without Kyrie? I don't think I think the answer is a firm no. But I'm starting mm. to get to the point where 
it could be one of those bizarre situations where the very thing that makes you better and the very thing that's really going to be necessary to make a title push could maybe be the one thing that's actually like holding this team back from its true potential. And I don't know how to reconcile that. But the mm. results are like the, I know the, the current form and like basically this season in a microcosm. I don't think this season's been as bad as everyone thinks it is. It's been a lot about where we thought we would be versus where we are and blah, 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 blah. But it's just... But it's the last, the, like, the last three weeks have been horrendous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, I, since, I was always, since the... I was always under the impression that like we can be real bad at the start of the season, but as long as post All Star break mm. and the lead up to the playoffs, we start to show some rhythm. We start to get back on on the same page, and by the time we get the playoffs, bang, we're good to go. It's going to be we're going to be more like the Cavs at this stage, you know, be shit the whole regular season, and then just hope out of nowhere that like our our dude can can carry us mm. to where we need to be. And I've said this many a time. I hate comparing teams to the Golden State Warriors or a LeBron James team. And when I say LeBron James, I mean an East LeBron James team, not like what they're going through at the moment. And I just don't think, I don't think this team's got it in them to really just click all of a sudden on the road in round one and just look like the team we all thought they could be. Like, there's, there's, there's a clear issue here that needs to be resolved, like, now, because we're really running out of time, if we've got any time left at all, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, what was crossing my mind today was I was like, is it time, like, as a fan, for me to say, I don't think this is going to happen this year? Yep. Right. That's what was crossing my mind. And I'm pretty close. Now, I've sort of, like, I've generally speaking tried to, like, adhere to sort of rules, you know, like little 20-game rules. Um, you know, so we were sort of we're sort of really in the final trimester here, you know, and... Um, it's a pretty bad start, man. But we just have so many missed opportunities this season, you know? Like, you, I just find myself going back and thinking, oh, for goodness sakes, if we'd just won those two games against the LA teams, like, everything would be so different right now. We would have gone into the All-Star break on, like, a 10-game winning streak or whatever it yeah. was. And we would have just... And, you know, maybe we win that game against Milwaukee as well. And then all of a sudden, it's just, oh, okay, we just... We just had a couple of bad losses back on the horse, boys. But now it's just like it just feels like it's compounding, eh? Yeah, and we're I, we're we're properly in bad form. Like, yeah, you you can I can absolutely forgive like bad losses here and there. Like, you know, the Milwaukee one was a great example. You know, for me that, that was, was fine. We're all that, fine with that. I walked away from that loss being like, okay, that those things happen. You know, one yeah, point totally. potential missed call at the end there versus you know our, our shooting was bad, so was that. But yeah, you can accept that. You can you can you can compartmentalize that into like an acceptable defeat. But you look at the feat of this magnitude against a team that we're supposedly in the same you know, class as, like a contender. You know, a lot of pundits, a lot of professionals out there think that we're, we're going to be, we're going to go further than, we're going to do more than them. And the fact that I went in this game expecting a loss and expecting us to get beaten soundly, and it happened, that, that's like quite damning as far as like my expectations of this team go now. Like. Uh, yeah, I, I have to I have to do the Ben thing here and and reference some Reddit uh, comments here. So that <laughs> that one guy twenty two on the post game thread basically mirroring the the sentiments we're giving here. People really think this team is just going to find its chemistry all of a sudden in the playoffs. Lol. Yeah, yeah. I I I've, it it very well might happen. You know, there mm. is there is an explanation somewhere in my mind that this team has just accepted that they're going to be the fifth seed because I I think I think as bad as we've been, I don't think we've got it in us to be caught by the Nets. 
and then I really hope that doesn't come back to haunt me. But I think we're pretty no, safe I think in the fifth seed. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, I think yeah. the lead's too much. We're like seven and a half games in front, and the Nets have kind of cooled a little bit. But anyway, um, so I think they've kind of accepted that they're going to be the fifth seed, whether that's their, whether they face uh, the Pacers or uh, Philly in the first round. I don't think they're asked. So I wonder if like there's just been this like mass mental checkout. Let's not expend too much energy. Let's save our you know you know hold our hand back for the for the playoffs or anything like that. I've been I've been kind of comfortable with the that idea for for the most of the season, but I'm not. I, I really don't think we've got that in us at the moment. A because we haven't shown enough of it this season, and B there's no evidence to really suggest this team as it's currently constructed can play in the playoffs. We know Kyrie can play in the playoffs, mm. but that's no guarantee he's going to perform at that level with this team, and this team is going to be at what they were last year. So. You know, it's it, it almost inexplicable, but like I'm not embracing myself for a first round exit at this stage. Are you, are you there as well? Yeah, totally could. Mm. I mean, I think, I think, I think we're, we're, we're to me, we're not going to get to the three seed. So we're going to be a four or five, which means we're going to be playing one of Philadelphia or Indiana in the first round. Yep. Um, well, actually, no, I think Indiana's going to, like, I think Indiana's going to keep making it. It's just so hard to make up a game. Right, it's just so hard because the teams above you, they're going to keep winning two thirds of their games. You know, they're going to keep doing that, which means you've got to win three quarters of your games. You know what I mean? To to actually overtake them, and we're just not the type of team that's going to win three quarters of our games at this point. No, particularly when you look at the schedule that we've got coming up. I mean, we're like in the midst of it right now. Obviously, Milwaukee, the team with the best record in the NBA. Then we've Mm. got the Raptors, who I think have been, I think as good as Milwaukee have been, I still would have the Raptors coming out of the East as it's currently, as it currently sits. Uh, We've got Portland tomorrow, who is going to be absolutely no pushover whatsoever. That's got, that's got home L written all over it. Sorry to be negative, but that's the case. I think we've got like the Rockets coming up. We've got to go on the road to the West. We've got to play, shit, we've got to play the Lakers. We've got to play the the Warriors. We've got to play the Kings all on the road. like, I just I, I don't see where this good form can come from that's going to kind of rectify all of this. Um, yeah, it's it's worrying. It's worrying, man. I just yeah. I look. I don't. I'm not really like much of a subscriber to the flip the switch type theory. I don't. I don't really think that's a thing. Um, I tend to think regular season success is a pretty good predictor. Um, and that's meant that I've been wrong before, you know, like I thought last year, like the Cavs, I just thought they were toast, man. I thought they were absolutely stuffed. They were, they were and asked, they, they have one dude on their team who carried him. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, man, I just don't see that with us, you know, I mean, I mean, I want it, you know, I want it to be, well, actually, you know what? I'm not sure I want us to be good now. I'm that angry at them, <laughs> you know. Like I know what you mean. Like that. Like that. I I would think that sounds ridiculous, but I know where you're coming from, man. I think I do now. It's like, oh my gosh, these this you know like this team deserves to be punished, <laughs> you know. Like <laughs> my goodness, yeah. They are just. Yeah. This is just an unlikable group, man. It yeah. really I, is, eh? 
I don't know. I don't know if, if I'm in the same boat of you as, as far as they are go unlikable. But like, yeah, you, you, we've been talking. We've been getting very sentimental about like the, the the teams of yesteryear. And when we say yesteryear, like maybe like the, <laughs> yeah, two not, years not, ago, not like that. Not like the first Stevens year or like or anything like that. I mean, like yeah, like guys like Jay Crowder, guys like Avery Bradley, guys like Isaiah Thomas and stuff. It's very easy to get sentimental looking back at that team. That team was very obviously flawed and was never yeah. going to make an impact in the finals whatsoever. And Danny Ainge and the, everyone at the Celtics have as an obligation to make that team as good as they can get so we can contend. That's their job, and I'm cool with that. But you do feel like... Last year, not so much, because we had that... We had the kind of the underdog status sort of like put back onto us in like after the first game. And definitely when Kyrie went out, like I felt like the, the team... And I'm going to get to Brad Stevens in a sec too, but I will say I feel like a Brad Stevens team is constructed in a way that needs everyone to give 100%. Everyone needs to almost play their level or play above their level, and they need to do that despite, or in spite rather, of a lack of talent. Whereas now the team, you feel like there's so much talent there, they have to be able to put it together because that's what talented players do. But I feel like this team needs to almost be like managed in a different way they need to be coddled and they need to be told and then we need and when I say they I'm, I'm really I'm kind of talking about Kyrie here aren't I I feel like the team needs to be managed around him as a focal point and everyone else needs to like kind of be cool with that and I can just see after the run that we had last year and the type of team and the type of DNA that's been building in this team over the last few years that just really mm. doesn't seem like it would fit and that could potentially be a reason why this is going to shit do you think well, it sounds like you're sort of describing a team without an identity for a start. And I, I feel like there's one version of this team that's really good, and it's a really aggressive defensive team that starts forcing turnovers. And, you know, we've built this points, this crazy points differential. Like, it's still nuts that we've got, like, what? I don't know what. It's probably down yeah. to five now. That I don't know. That Chicago 56-point win is basically like yeah, that's, <laughs> the load-bearing pillar of that. But, I mean, hey, it is what it is. It's still everything else. is. I mean, they all count, right? Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just sort of think, man, like there's one good version of this team and it's like forcing turnovers, being super aggressive, playing super fast. And you just don't see it that much. Um, no. I just sort of see, I feel like I'm watching a team that just the threes just get rained on them <laughs> just all the time. Like, and when it comes down to it, eh, like the issue, you can get away with scoring 18 points in a quarter, but you can't get away with doing that and giving up 36. We just let, I feel like we let the, when we start missing shots, we definitely let that affect our, um, we let it discourage us. And we also, we get comfortable and we stop, like Scal will say this phrase like, quite frequently he'll say the Celtics need to put more pressure on the ball like defensively like you'll hear him say that a lot and yeah. I'm like man it's sort of like both things contribute like we lose our aggressiveness and then all of a sudden we start taking soft shots we miss shots when we when we don't earn our shots we miss them you know yep. um, then you start then that feeds into a poorer defensive effort and all of a sudden hey presto there's a 18 zip run you know um, to open up the flipping yeah. second quarter. Um, yeah. Those are the kind of runs you just don't recover from, hey? Like, I mean, it, it does happen in no. games to game where you like, if you can with, you, you'll go through runs where everything's not, mis everything's missing for you. Everything's going in for them. You're not getting the calls, you're getting frustrated. Shit like that happens. But I just feel like we're lacking a real vital ingredient that just said that it is just able to like put up 
put a stop on that. Even if it's like to the to the to the detriment of our own game, but we just need to handle this situation that's going on right now, and that's stop them scoring and kind of get it back into a bit more of an arm wrestle. Now, I mentioned earlier Brad Stevens that I want to talk about. I've 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 never ever criticized Brad Stevens, at least to my memory. Because I think he's just a genius, and I I would I would I don't want the guy to go anywhere. I think he's a brilliant coach. I think I think he's he he's a basketball you know genius, and he knows what he's doing. But just just to point out, he he does tend to not call timeouts in the middle of big runs. Yes, and I'm wondering. I, I can only assume that's part of his basketball philosophy of the sense that like no, you're gonna have to fix it yourself. I'm not gonna step in and I'm not gonna fix it for you. You're gonna have to fix it yourself, which is a beautiful philosophy to hold. Like I think it definitely would make better players, particularly the younger guys going further down the line. But I just I really disagree with that. Like <laughs> particularly when yeah. you, you you could have called the timeout at the I think what what, what is like Powell hit a three. Then Gasol hit a three, and then there was a couple of baskets, and then Lowry hit a three. Like there should not have been a timeout before it got that far. There should have been a timeout yeah. before it got that far, don't you think? Like it just, I, I feel like, I feel like it. We're 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 prioritizing the philosophy and the, the of how we should be playing versus actually managing a game, which I think is great long term. But I think when in a situation that we're in now against a team like the Raptors, when we need a win and we need to get things going, like. You should you should be you should be calling timeouts like as soon as there's a threat that the game could get away with us. I know hindsight's great and all that, but I just feel like there's that's a glaring weakness in Brad's game, particularly at the moment. I think so. What what's definitely true is he doesn't like to deviate too much, right? Like we've all noticed this. Like Rosier's going to play his minutes even when he's playing like ass. You know, he doesn't like to deviate too much from his plan. He certainly doesn't like to be reactionary. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And. You know, in the big picture, we're probably going to be quite glad for that. But I'm with you, man. I'm like, man, like, you can smell it. Like, we know as fans when it's coming, right? Yeah. Like, when when the Bulls, like, I blinked and they were up by five the other day. And I was like, oh, <laughs> crap, here we go. Yeah. It's happening. It's for sure happening again, you know? Yeah. Um, Like, that needed that, that needed to not happen, you know? That timeout needed to come a little quicker. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe I don't. I don't know what he's up to. It's sort of like though. This team is so. This team is fragile, and yeah. it almost needs the. Um, it needs him to call timeout. <laughs> you know, like whereas you might have had groups previously that could fight their way through it, um, yeah. that had an identity to lean on. No, this is what we do. This is what we get back to. This group just doesn't have that, eh? It's. Uh, no. It just well, doesn't have it, man. They certainly don't have it at the moment. I don't think. I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that they could that they could get it into them. Because again, we're talking about this basically the same team as last year, but we've added. You know, if we're just going to go off the of the of the playoffs, we've added two all stars, right? And I'm I know Gordon Hayward is not the same, and I know Kyrie is his own thing, but it, it it doesn't make any sense to me on paper why we would just currently why we would just lose that that grit. And I suppose we've kind of come full circle. So we're talking about like how we just don't have that that real fighter we're like mentally weak at the moment so look i i i i i haven't given up on the season totally yet but like you said there's a point where you start to approach the point where you just you just don't believe it's going to happen this season and i've always like i mean like we're like prove it yeah right like it could happen but i'm not actually expecting anything good to happen in this season and like yeah it might but i'm just not expecting it yeah and i'm actually expecting 
Uh, like you can start to see some dominoes start to fall now where things mm. could get really quite bad. Yeah. You know, yeah. like if this team finishes with like 48 wins or something like that, Yeah, you know, if they're like yeah. what, 48 and 34 or something like that or 47 and 37, bro, like that's not going to be pretty, man. Like there's going to be, there's going to be heads rolling, bro. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally, and I and I think and I think with the whole the, the off season that is coming and what we all expect to at least, I'm I'm gonna say I I would be I would be shocked if Anthony Davis isn't on this team next year because we're starting to see the limitations of this team and I think the limitations definitely are mental. I think it definitely comes down to a lack of fighting spirit, but I think you could also say that yeah, it's just. These players are, have believed their own hype, and they've believed their own hype too long. So if the, if it's not working, and you have these guys who who aren't fighting for the team, who aren't you know really you know giving their all, and and results in in performances like this, then they're becoming more and more expendable by the day. So for me, I just I see all roads basically just leaving leading to Anthony Davis, and whatever it costs us, I'm not going to be. I, I don't know, but like I I I really get the feeling like we're in the dying embers of this team as it's currently constructed. And I think the only way that we're going to see more or less the same team next year is if we start really pulling out some performances. And I thought today was a perfect opportunity to really reestablish ourselves. Because the, the, the close loss against Milwaukee, I think people, like we said, I think you could, you could understand that. But to go to another contender somewhere that we're going to have to go on the road if we make it that far, and to just get like, like served like that, it's just... I, like we're losing faith as fans. You got to imagine that the guys who whose job it is to like make sure these guys perform because they paid so much fucking money to do so. Those guys who are sitting front row are starting to say, okay, we don't need these guys. Or if they're not going to fight now, or if they're going to continue to show this lack of, you know, game, whatever. I don't know. Mm. I'm, I'm getting, starting to get a bit drunk now. It's my second glass of wine. <laughs> no, I, so I think, yeah, I think you know so, what I'm getting at. So I think. Uh, I think you're right in that I've sort of felt like it's almost fait accompli that Davis will be traded to us next year. Yep. Um, where I kind of, I also am like, I'm not too concerned, I guess, about, in, in the event of that trade, I'm not too concerned about who goes out. I'd, I'd be really gutted if Smart went out. Same. Um, but big picture, I'm like, okay, this is, I'm going to come to this and this is going to, you know, like, <laughs> like I don't know how much I believe this but I'd be lying if I didn't say I didn't believe this a little bit All right, this is this is like judgment from something bro like <laughs> this is this, this is, is what divine this is intervention the bad kind this is man like you know like trading IT was wrong it was just wrong bro like I know it's the smart trade it was morally flipping wrong oh yeah it no, was. no doubt no doubt and 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 honestly, signing Haywood, man, that was that feels a little dirty, you know. Like less so, you know. But trading it was just straight yeah. up wrong, man. Like I'm, I'm, I was gonna say, I'm I'm not with you on Haywood. I think free agency is uh, is, is is fair game. But I know I understand sure. I understand where you're coming from. The feeling is not quite there, and I could totally get that. But yeah, well, imagine you're Gordon Haywood though. Yeah, surely you think, man, if I'd never signed with the Celtics. Like his life would be so much better right now. <laughs> like, yeah, like think Gordon Hayward's having a good time. I guess, I guess, yeah. But anyway, but like, like I say this, like honestly, this is these are the honest things I'm honestly thinking about. Yeah. And 
you know, we don't have to get too too far into our theological inclinations, but sure. I'm like, man, like this is this is like this is payback, man. Like this that IT trade was wrong, mm. bro. It was just wrong. And um I, I just yeah, that's <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so irrational. Yeah. Um but like I can't lie that it just feels like it's rolling through my brain, bro. Well, the, these te- this 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 team's performances lately are irrational as well. So I'm prepared to get on the irrational fucking uh, wavelength with you here. What? Like, let's 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 dive down this this road for a little bit. What oh, do we man. have to do? What do we have to do to, to correct it? What, what 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 lamb do we have to sacrifice at an altar and offer the blood to to a to a deity to get this back on track? Is it getting rid of it? Oh, sorry, it. Is it getting rid of Kyrie? Is it um, Kyrie walking? I feel like it would be. Something would absolve us of, of it, yeah, yeah. Well, because like that would hurt us, yeah, you know, you know. And I'm almost like, okay, I'll do it if it just means I can have a team cl- I can if love. It just again. cleanses us, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kyrie, the, the, the sacrificial lamb, yeah, oh man. Well, here's where we've, we're at the state point of the season where the we're atonement, dr- yeah. the atonement, <laughs> the atonement phase of the season. If we can, if we can, if we can somehow, if, if anyone's got any ideas in the in the Reddit or whatever, hit us up on Twitter or or I don't fucking I don't have all the, the details in front of me that Ben normally does. Get in contact with us and tell us what you would want to see. How, who would you want to see sacrificed to the gods for this team to get better? And don't say Terry Rozier. That's the easy answer. <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah, hear. I want to. I want to hear. I want to hear good. We, solid, we, we want to do that anyway. <laughs> for hard reasons. Then we're going to give them to Danny Ainge and we're going to try and get this season back on track. But it's going to require blood, guys. And I want to yeah. know I want to know who we, who we want. <laughs> on the on the on I'll see how this plays, but on our little group chat, I sort of compared it, this whole thing to the the Tower of Babel and Danny <laughs> Ainge was trying to construct a tower to the championship. Yeah. But <laughs> But the basketball gods weren't having it, so they sent Kyrie, and Kyrie confused their language, just like in the Tower of Babel. <laughs> it's too perfect. I can't deny it. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God! All right. Look, I think, I think, I think, we've, I think we've uh, uh, this autopsy of, of this of this game can only go so far. So I, I mean, uh, yeah. we, we we could obviously talk about the Chicago loss. I don't want to. We could talk about the Michael no. loss. I don't want to. Oh, we could talk about how I've... bad we've been in general. I don't want to do that. I feel what we've. I feel like we've at least cleansed in the short term of getting the the shit out of us now. We we're like our role tonight on behalf of however ten many tens of people. All <laughs> sixty to of us, them. Yeah. All sixty of them. <laughs> our job is to give voice to your frustrations. Yes. I promise we we both try to be rational fans most of the time, but yeah. man, sometimes like being a fan is emotional, and you've just got to let it. Out. Oh totally! I am sick and tired of this season, man. Oh totally, like, man. Yeah, I'm um, like I, I. This is I, ass. I really, I really hate reactionary takes, and I'm like, we don't do a podcast to be like, kind of like fence sitting, sort of like, oh yeah, it might get better, it might not. No, we want, we we have to, we have to give our opinion here, and I, I really dislike reactionary sort of takes and like saying that, like you know, sometimes things that you say on the chat, I'm thinking myself, really, dude, is that really how you feel? And I understand there's like a tinge of hyperbole to it, but like you're right, like supporting the Celtics, supporting a team. In in general is like it's it, it's literally it's like a marriage or it's not marriage it's like having a like an, a family member so if you're like mm. if you want to be a flaky plastic fan and you want to like jump off the bandwagon as soon as the wheels start to wobble a little bit that's cool like go support the, the bucks or go support the warrior i don't give a shit but 
it, it's an emotional experience, and I think to to be expected to be like even keeled and and positive the whole time in the face of some very obvious flaws that are happening right now, I think is just a little bit too much, at least for me to 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 go through with, and you yourself. Totally. So I kind of understand the the negativeness of the sub a little bit more now that like I've kind of reached that point myself. I still don't. <laughs> I'm still not ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater nah. and trade everyone. I still want to say I the only sliver of hope I still have is a guy called Aaron Baines because Bainesy. he has not been playing and our yeah. record with him versus our record with Adam speaks for itself better. so I want to see Bainesy back on the court for a few games not get injured again and see how we roll then but I'm kind of I'm at the point now where you know are we really are we really pinning the hopes of our season on man I, I love him so much but are we really hit p- pinning our season's hopes on Aaron Baines at the moment no I had the same <laughs> please <thought>. not <laughs> I, yeah I look I think like what's there's that good to great book, right? Have you ever re- heard of at least heard of that book? I think I've heard of it, yeah, but I haven't it's read like it. It's like a like a management classic. Anyway, that's a good one of the things is this like there's this general in World War Two who was um, a POW, and like one of the things was that that the lessons that he had was like you've got to acknowledge things as they are. Like you have to acknowledge reality and not lose hope at the same time. Sure. And we have hope because there's more games to play, you know. But the reality is, so far, on the basis of the record, we have 20 games of crap, 40 yeah. games of pretty good, you know? Yeah. And then, well, let's say let's say 35 games are pretty good. Yeah. And then, like, a five-game absolute dumpster fire. And yeah. um, that's enough of a sample size to say this team is not elite. It's not. Okay. So that's reality. Now, we have more games to play. Maybe things can change. They probably won't. But we hope. That's why we're fans. Like, we can't support another team. We are, like you say, it's merit. It is kind of like a marriage. I can't just choose to support another team. Yeah. I'm stuck with them. <laughs> I'm totally. stuck with them. Totally. I, totally. You know? Well, and it's just really hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, look, at the end of the day, we are going to be in the playoffs. We do have a guy who's been there before. In fact, we've got two guys who've been there before. Bainsey's won, won a ring as well. So it, it's it's there is all hope is absolutely not lost, and the the, po- the postseason itself is its own entity whatsoever. But yeah, to expect this team as it's currently in, in the form that it is right now, but in the season of a whole, to turn into a real bona fide contender and like and and and, and get through round the first, second, third round all on the road before then your reward is yeah. the Warriors or whoever else it's <laughs> gonna be. Like I just I just don't see it happening. And it, it, it's gonna require a like a, a gigantic leap of faith, total irrational positivity to really believe that this team can do it. And I just don't have it in me. I just don't have it in me. So And we and, and uh, do you see it on the team? Like where's the force for positivity that's a thing about like Isaiah Thomas man like yeah. he just has like Avery Bradley like mm. the, like these are real these are spiritual costs man to losing those guys we've mm. got Kyrie Irving in there now now Kyrie's a lot of things but the dude is not a positive guy like he's not He's mm. not like, and that that is just that is just you, I you can't get away a, with it. I wouldn't say he's a negative guy, but you're right. I wouldn't say he's positive either. He's not the he's not that he's not the guy who comes in and like brightens everyone's day. You know, he gets your buckets. No, he gets your buckets. That's about it. He's like this mercurial artistic type. You know, mm. he's brooding. You know, um, Horford's you know laid back, like you know smarts the that smarts the heart of the team. But we lose 
you know, you need those emotional leaders. You need those guys that say, yeah, we can do it. You know, yeah. like, um, you don't need people like me, <laughs> to be honest. I'm, <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> quick story, quick story from my youth. I remember Go one on. time, I remember one time we're playing this game. We're playing in Thames for people who are in New Zealand. We're playing Thames High School. And um, we got down by like, we got down by like 18 and we were maybe midway through the third. And um, I was like pouting. And my coach pulled me pulled me off and he's like, do you think we can win this game? And I just, he asked me straight up and I was like, nah, we, we can't win this game. And he's like, all right, you go get changed. <laughs> come, sit, come sit next to me on the bench. <laughs> so I went and got changed and came, we had to sit next to him on the bench. And sure enough, we closed it to within four with like four minutes left or something. We didn't win, yeah, right. but we yeah. got it to the point where we had a chance to win. So it was a little lesson for me. It's not over till it's over. All right. And yeah. that's that's true, right? That is true. It is not over till it's over. Um, but there are some likelihood. You know, we, we do have a reasonable sample size and we can see what is likely. We can't ignore what's in front of our noses. Definitely. Mm. All right, then. Uh, we are going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with a very uh, off-the-cuff improvised Reddit recap. And we're back for the Reddit <laughs> recap, except I haven't actually recapped the bastard, so I'm just going to read a couple of things out here real quick, and we'll just we'll just talk about them. The top post of the sub this week was uh, some very nice artwork by a user called uh, Wavy Dude Silver Surfer. He's a Bucks fan, and I don't make business of shouting out other fans on this sub, unless it's that one Portland Trailblazers fan who always talks us up. I'd like to have him right now as a source of positivity. But it's this very nice artwork of the Bucks versus Boston from uh, the other day, and uh, yeah, it got quite a bit of upvotes, got a few upvotes, got a bit of love. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to see a bit of, uh, you know, uh, camaraderie or some, some community between uh, fans of the sub. So thank you very much, Wavy uh, Dude Silver Surfer, for, uh, for that artwork. It was really nice. Did you see that yeah. artwork, Joe? I have not. I have not. I'm going to screen on screen here. Can you see that? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Oh, look at that. That is pretty cool. Not bad, right? That is not pretty bad at cool, all. man. It's 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 nice it's nice when we get other uh, other fans reaching out to come over and, and give stuff like that. I mean, I haven't seen any I haven't seen any uh, Raptors fans coming in here giving us like a bunch of flowers and saying we're sorry. But I mean, I wouldn't do that if I was Raptors fan. Either, <laughs> no, so. I wouldn't. I no, mean, no, I'm not I'm not, not I'm not sending I'm not sending flowers over to the Lakers. That's for sure. No, no, certainly. If there's not. anything in this cold, cold world that can keep me warm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, the, I guess we won't get into it because we're running out of time here. But I guess like as bad a situation is, we, we could be worse. We could be the Lakers. We could, we could, we could be, be the Lakers, Lakers. <laughs> because LeBron is very much starting to show his age now. We, and I know I say that I say that very very sort of like looking over my shoulder, my hands pressed, being like, please don't come and prove me wrong. But I just I, I mean, if if LeBron if LeBron doesn't make the postseason. With this Lakers team, that's gonna be way, way, way more of a story of the Celtics yeah, getting bounced in the first round. I know they'll they'll try and make it a story, they'll try and make it a big deal, but there's no getting past LeBron failing to make the playoffs for the first time in God knows how long because he left the East. That just writes itself, <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's so, so good. We can at least hold on to that. We can at least hold on to that. Okay, another post here that I kind of like. Uh, I I, it's, I think by the way, and I've yeah. done some, I've done a fair amount of 
posting in our little chat thread about this. Yeah. I'm, the Lakers are missing the playoffs, man. Like, they are missing oh, yeah. the playoffs I'm, I'm, for sure. I'm well confident of that too. I'm well confident that, that they're going out. And it's going to be it's pretty funny. record so now. As, as dark as things get, we've at least got that, right? Um, <laughs> That's right. An- another post that I like that I'm just reading out now uh, is by user uh, Sad Celtics fan uh, four sixes. Not triple six, so don't worry, Joe. It's not, it's not totally cursed. Four sixes here. Uh, Brad Stevens on Al Horford's calming presence. By Brad Stevens' voice, by the way. <clears throat> Came into me and told me that it's probably going to be okay. You're flipping good at this, bro. <laughs> I'm concentrating too what, much. Ha- why haven't you been doing this the whole time? Sorry, sorry. Let me adjust my hair. No one can, no one can see this uh, thing, but like maybe I might if I like give a bit more of a boyish haircut. I might be like, okay, here we go. Brad Stevens on Al Horford's calming presence. He had to come in and tell me that it's going to be okay at last year at one point. He's more steadying than any, probably all of us. Lucky that he's here. Which, to be fair, I think is a good Jackson, point. Jackson, what's up? You have made my night. That Hello. is so good. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Any, any Americans I'm not, I'm not, out I'm my, not honestly my, giving my you hype, bro. That's really ads. good. No, thank you. Thank you very much. I do appreciate it. Um, the po- the post itself, I like. Uh, I do try. I'm trying to pick some positives out here. Like, I mean, Al Horford. I mean, he didn't set the world on fire tonight. What? 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 what in this, I'm going back to the Raptors game again because, ugh. um, eight points, <laughs> over four from three, minus sixteen. Not a great time to be bringing up Al Horford, but that Bucks game that he had the other day was was he pretty was killing good. It. And he was killing it. I do. I do think that if there's if there's any ego or there's any player that is in the in the Celtics locker room that is going to wig out or is going to uh, you know throw a hissy fit because they're not getting theirs or they're not feeling like they're playing anything like that the last the last guy on that list I would have be, is Al Horford yeah, yeah. I think Al Horford so is, if did is yeah Al Horford is, is, a, is a fucking team guy man he's the and he's 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 the real leader he's the leader in the sense that he doesn't have to proclaim himself to be the leader he's not necessarily the best player but he's probably let's be fair he's probably the second best player on this team like right now right now he's probably the second best player um, I've definitely thought from time to time he is the best player. I think he's the most important player. I think we're unanimously going to agree on that. Mm, yeah. Mm, so mm. look, we as as bad as situation is, I, it is good. It is. I'm I'm very glad that Al Horford is still there because I feel like if there's any if there's any um, camaraderie or any unity that can be solved in the situation that can be that can be achieved in the situation that we're currently in I feel like Al Horford's going to be the center of it because he's got the experience he's, he's just got a calm demeanor he's got some really nice eyes so you know when he's just looking at you with those and he's, <laughs> and he's talking to you that you know you know he really means it you know he really loves you so I mean it's almost like a bit of a meme here like the, the, the banner 18 boogie is the, the a moment of appreciation for Al Horford I think it can't be stated enough that this dude really doesn't get any near amount of the plot it's outside of the Celtics community I know real Celtics fans like like you definitely understand his importance to the team but um, I, I, I feel like I feel like if we are going to salvage something out of this season A it's going to be Kyrie just being like fucking super sane B it's going to be the team figuring out how to work around Kyrie being the man but the C and the, probably the most important thing Al Horford is just going to be the guy in there basically making sure it all happens. Like, Kyrie can be Kyrie, but he's going to need someone like an Al Horford to give him the ball or to create space off the ball or to rebound his missed shot or some shit like that. You know what I mean? I feel like he's integral to everything that ha- that, that, that can possibly be achieved from this season, even if he's not the guy facilitating it or being front and center of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I... Um, 
my feeling on Horford is, if you, this is how I kind of, def, my definition of best players, right? If you surround that guy, this player X, with four league average players at the other, other positions, how good is that team? And, and I sort of feel like you surround Horford with four league average players and you're going to have a pretty good team. Like yep. that team's, it's going to do well. It's going to make the playoffs for I sure. So yep. For sure. And I like, I don't know that that would be the case with Kyrie Irving. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to know, you know, but, yep. um, but I, 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 w- I would think that, that that a team like that with Horford, you know, with Horford and f- the four league average players, which you could probably figure out. There's probably like some player rankings that make sense. You could just kind of pick the medium. Yeah. Honestly, the we, we just we, we just talked about the Lakers, but I think of LeBron James and I think of the players the Lakers have around him, and I think that's I think that's one exceptional player and four league average players together. Yeah. And I know they're not making the playoffs, but like it's a similar model if you, yeah, you know sure. what I'm getting at. Yeah. 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 So so I just sort of for me that 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 sort of tells me how valuable I think Al Horford is. You know, totally. that, that's how I kind of that's how I kind of try and comprehend it. And yeah, you can slice that heaps of different ways. Yeah. Um and and you know, who's more skilled? Well, Kyrie Irving's clearly more skilled, you know. Mm. Um who's yeah. But yeah, um it's been great seeing him playing. Uh, that's a cause for hope, right? Horford playing well is really really important and I felt like it was the biggest thing that was hurting us in the first part of the season, that sort of first 20 games. Horford was playing Pretty bad, man. He really wasn't shooting well. Looked old. Um, he looked. Old. He, he looked old. <laughs> he did look old. Um, so you know, like there are reasons. Jalen Brown's played a lot better lately. Um, yeah, it just. But man, it, there's just something that ails this team. Like it, I'm going to say it again. It's a spiritual thing, man. Like, yeah. you know, like it just is. It's 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 something. They're somehow so much less than the sum of their parts, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, just getting back to Horford for a sec, I mean, the fact that Brad Stevens can come out and say something about this, like saying that, like, there was a point last season where he needed to be, he needed to lead on Al Horford, and Al Horford was more than happy to take up that mantle. Speaks volumes to how good that he is. So I think that, I I, I hope that the players are kind of, can, can... can lean on a guy like Al Horford in times that they need to. Maybe there's some sort of like locker room dynamic where you kind of you, you can't really kind of show that weakness, or you kind of can't like look for someone to say, "Tell me it's going to be okay." Like there, you've all kind of got to like do your own thing. Pure speculation here and stuff, but I do feel like Al Horford's the kind of guy that. Like I, I know he's in the locker room at the moment. I know he's probably like doing his best to kind of rectify the situation that's all there. But you just get the feeling like if there's any issues coming out of it or any personal issues or any ego that's going on, like I said at the start, it's not coming from Al. Al's doing his best for, for the sure, team man. all the for time. Sure. And it's obviously not. So, we love yeah. you, Al. Shout out to Al. Shout out to Al. Please please stay as long as you can, unless you start sucking because you're but I love this stuff. <laughs> um, all right, I think that will do it for the Reddit recap. There's a lot of other quality posts here, but like you know, it's it, it we're, we're, we're without brutal gash, we're without a leader, so we're gonna have to just um, we're gonna right. have to just breeze past it here. Look, guys, we're gonna wrap it up now because we're approaching an hour, but we do want to just leave before before we leave. Rather, preview the upcoming uh, stretch of games we've got. Now we do have th- three game homestead, so that should technically give us a better <laughs> chance of getting our, our our shit together. But if you look at the teams we're playing. The Trailblazers, ugh, the Wizards, yeah, and then the Rockets. So I know James Harden just stopped his 30-point per game streak the other day, but I, I'm skeptical about that game. The Wizards game, 
I'm, I'm almost more skeptical of that game it's because that's a trap like game, game bro. That should win, but god damn, like I just for some reason that's just got like every time I see the Wizards, I just think please don't lose to them. We always end up losing to them. Remember that game last year where Tatum missed the free throw in like oh, first yeah. overtime? Oh god, that that pissed me off for days. Anyway, <laughs> but the more pressing issue tomorrow is the Trailblazers. We've got Damian Lillard. Yusuf Nurkic, who I'm actually a big fan of. I've, I found out like how he came to play in the NBA. It's a fantastic story if you haven't looked that up. Um, yeah, that's a good the, story. It is great. And um, the Blazers in general, a really, really solid team. Uh, that user, family guy, something or other, who comes to our sub mm. all the time and gives us pop props up, man. Uh, we're going to be in direct competition with him, man. Um, given that it's, it's, it's a back-to-back, given our form, but given we're at home, you think we can, do you think we can put this crap of a run behind us with a, a good win over a solid team tomorrow. What do you reckon? How, how like this team would it be to just all of a sudden win three straight and we all, we're all just like completely confused about what sort of as a team we bad have. As, as I almost bad. feel like that's the most likely scenario. <laughs> as, as much as we've just spent the last 45 minutes shitting on this team for not meeting expectations, let's be real. The, 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 the theme of this, of this year has been lose three in a row, win eight in a row. Lose four in a row, win seven in a row. Lose two, win three. Like we we always follow a losing streak with a winning streak. So uh, I guess we're due. But then again, we don't know how long the losing streak could go. Like shit, we 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 could. I hope we win tomorrow. I hope we win one of the next two. And like I guess with the Rockets, we're in with a chance because I mean like again, we're gonna get in the future here. Then the, the the good old road trip starts away to the Warriors, away to the Kings, away to the Lakers, the Clippers, and then we come home. We play the Kings again. So there's murderers. We've got row one, there, two, man. three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in a row where I can't Half believe I'm saying this. Change. I'm not particularly confident about probably probably any of them. To be yeah. fair. When I say confident, I mean like, yeah, that's a win. That's a yeah, that's a yeah, nailed yeah. on win. I, I I'm sure, sure we can probably win tomorrow and win. I'm, I'm sure we can win all our home games. To be fair, but the feeling's just not there for me, man. And I'm and it, and it pisses me off. <laughs> Even if we do win, I'll just feel more confused. Yeah, you know, like I won't know how to calibrate my expectations for the team, and that'll make me almost more annoyed than anything else. Yeah, you yeah, know. I, 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 I just, it's sort of like it's sort of like we're like these kids, right? Whose dads left us, and then <laughs> dad comes back, and that's great. <laughs> but what if dad leaves again? <laughs> you know? Oh my god, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a quality analogy that uh, I don't think I can uh, I don't think I can uh, I can add to or better in any way, shape, or form. So uh, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna leave it there with our with our dads uh, our dads coming back into our lives, but with the fear that they might leave it <laughs> at any at any point in time. So look, uh, Joe, we made it through. We made it through the episode without Ben. All we did was rant about about our frustrations, but I think uh, I think it's uh, I think we did it okay. How do you think? <laughs> Yeah, man, I think I think you did great, and I think your impressions were legit hilarious. And I think right, we should I'll... get you to table read some stuff as Brad Stevens and Kyrie Irving. All we right, need a sweet. script for you. We'll put yeah, it. We'll put it. Phenomenal. We'll put it. To, we'll put it to Ben, and we'll try and make a segment out of it. Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, he's a wordsmith. So and so. Or fucking. Or just whatever. Yeah, we can. We can claim we have a guest on it. It'll just be me doing the impressions <laughs> of it or whatever. Yeah. We'll see. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you have listened, uh, my name is Jackson, aka Rickman Lives. That was Joe from New Zealand, aka No Scrotes McFly. Brutal Gash. Ben Vallis. We'll be back next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. After a 4-0 win streak against the Trailblazers, the Wizards, the Rockets, and the Warriors. That'll be a fun episode, won't it? If we can come off that. But we shall see. Uh, Joe, thank you so so much for joining me. Thank you for running the asylum with the fellow inmate, as (laughs) as we would say. 
Thanks. Yeah, man, it was a blast. When the cat's away, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, whatever our social media is. I'm sorry, Ben, I don't have this <laughs> in front of me. But look us up if you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, please, uh, please get your thoughts to us, particularly on the human sacrifice thing. I do want to come back to that. <laughs> Thanks yeah. again, Joe. Cheers, dude. There, mate. Peace.